Welcome to another episode of Gay Side Stories, where the gay shit goes. I am your host, Trillificent. Thank you for joining me. Remember to use the hashtag GaySidePod when you're live tweeting or posting about the show. I appreciate everyone that does that. Makes it a little bit easier to track the conversation that's going on. And a quick reminder about the Gay Side Culture segment that's going to be coming up probably next month. If you're interested in providing your thoughts on what gay culture is and what it means to you, then please reach out via Twitter, email, or leave a voicemail. Uh, Make sure the voicemail is three minutes or less or it will cut you off. Another reminder for the audience survey, the link is in the show notes and it's on the website under the extras header. That link is bit.ly slash gay side survey. Thank you to everyone that takes a little bit out of their a little bit of time out of their day to go and do that. Just helps me. I'm trying to figure out what the demographics for the show are and hopefully figure out how to reach my target audience a little bit better. So with all of that boring stuff out of the way, we have a guest. You've seen his name. But I'm going to let him introduce himself. Child, more than likely they have seen my name. Hi, everyone. I'm Van. <laughs> uh, Van Derek on Twitter. I am your gay photographer, social media manager, and graphic designer. I, I'm going to hyphen it. <laughs> I'm coming from Birmingham, Alabama. Yes, I know. Alabama is not the place for a gay nigga like me. Very much well aware. But yeah. Hi. Thanks for coming on to the show. Thanks for having me. I feel very special to be a guest in the month of May, my birth month. Oh, shout out to you. Shout out to birth. Happy birthday. Come on, pussy. Oh, well, okay. I'm not, you know, I'm not a star one gay. You know, those, you know, those are the C-section babies that came right out of the, the vagina. So, yeah. Um, probably too much information, but okay, we will rock with it. (laughs) So let's get into the first segment so we can get into all the good stuff, because I feel like this article is probably going to be a little bit, I don't want to say triggering, but a lot of people will be able to relate to it. But first, the come quick segment. I'm going to come, sir. Oh, yeah. So first up, uh, first article that I saw says a post survivor says he's not gay anymore after religious conversion so post about you guys remember post was the nightclub in orlando they got shot up in 2016 i can't even believe that it's almost been two years since that happened i don't feel like it it does not it, it really doesn't and i believe what 49 people were killed and i'm not even sure how many were injured but anyway, the man in the article we're talking about, his name is Luis Javier Ruiz, 49 years old. He identifies himself as a former U.S. Army soldier from Puerto Rico. And his post from April 28th describes his conversion. He wrote, I should have been number 50. 
going through old pictures of the night of pulse a memory where my struggles of perversion heavy drinking to drawing out everything and having promiscuous sex that led to hiv my struggles were real um sorry i struggled with that a little bit i didn't realize that he didn't have punctuation in there he also wrote the enemy had its grip and now god has taken me from that moment and has given me christ jesus i've grown to know his love in a deeper level i wonder if that's supposed to be on uh already so uh, mm. mm-hmm. you know Doesn't it sound familiar though does it i mean because there was a meme i'm not i want to say a year ago or two and there was this guy he was talking about god took me out and was talking about it i can't remember correctly what the what the caption was yeah i mean it's it's not unheard of like this this kind of thing surfaces every few years or however often but i think what's significant is that he's a pulse survivor and so it's kind of like, okay, something traumatic happened and I've given my life over to Christ, which, okay, that's fine. That's all great and dandy, but religious conversion, whatever that entails, uh, I don't know. I mean, because like, you don't want to tell somebody how to live their life and what they should yeah. be doing and how they should deal with the grief and everything that they were going through, but. You just wonder about the authenticity of it you know, sometimes. Yeah, adults send their kids to conversion camps nowadays, and that doesn't do anything but fuck them up even more in the head. And then that kind of produces serial killers that target gay people. So at the end of the day, it's not you know it's not conducive or productive to the gay community, gay culture. Right. I mean that's not in this instance. I must. I guess that's not his goal but his visibility is what really is problematic about it so the article also said that a number of former converts have exposed such religious claims and gay rights groups vehemently oppose the practice of conversion therapy medical and mental health authorities debunk it as dangerous particularly for youth so pretty much backing up what you just said it the the science the statistics says that it doesn't work but people are funny about religion especially christianity so i just thought it was interesting because you don't hear too much about the post survivors which i get that and so to see this it's like this is interesting yeah. of all the things you could have heard about any of them this was what it kind of caught me off guard to be quite honest I guess when you go through something that traumatic and it's you know it's known that this was a hate crime against gay people and I guess he had some kind of come to Jesus moment literally yeah I mean to, uh, to be honest I read it and what I took from it is from his post that I believe that was on Facebook, it sounds like he was looking for something to blame the incident on, which is completely understandable because when something bad happens, we want to we want to assign blame so we can channel our anger and our hurt and whatever other feelings we have towards it. But it sounds like he was also internally homophobic. 
Yeah. Because it's like, you know, it's kind of like blaming the, I hate using this terminology, but it applies, the lifestyle. Like, oh, I was having promiscuous sex and I was drinking and I got HIV. And it's like, I mean, you chose to live your life that way, though. It's not, it didn't have anything to do with you being attracted to men. You could have chosen to do something completely different. So this, this blaming out of, I don't know, opportunity because now something has happened and I want to make this major shift that a lot of people are going to be skeptical about. I have to, I have to assign that blame somewhere. So I'm going to blame being gay versus it's just something that was really messed up. And I was at the wrong place at the wrong time. Uh, That whole, the HIV thing kind of rubs me down the wrong way because I'm like, so you're saying you got HIV because you were gay. Mm -hmm. And it's like just a few days ago, I was reading on Twitter and, you know, another female was blaming the HIV epidemic on the homosexuals. And I'm like, but aren't y'all like the leading few cases? Like with the new cases that are coming around, women are leading it. So especially black women. Yeah. And I guess it's just all of that sits wrong with me. Yeah. That whole, the whole thing about it is I don't know that trying again trying to assign blame especially without statistics and science to back it up is it doesn't help it helps no one it it actually makes the situation worse because we already you know there's already stigma on the disease yeah still in 2018 yeah and then there's stigma around being homosexual and not to mention the stereotypes it's yeah I get that. So I'm just going to say to Luis Javier Ruiz, um, live your life however you choose. But, you know, keep that to yourself. Don't all of that conversion therapy and whatever else you're going through. Don't don't put anybody through through that. Just keep that for yourself. Yeah, and make sure you talk to the right folks because, you know, you be thinking you're talking to a man of the cloth and that man try to get under your cloth. Well, I mean, that, hey, he got to use his discernment. This is the, the path that he's chose, so hopefully he's he's doing that. But, I mean, that's all I got for him because this whole thing is just, it's just, again, if it was just flat out, I, you know, I, I didn't know what happened and I've been so lost and I've decided to, to, pray and i saw the light so i've decided to become a christian i'd have been like okay because you can still be you can be a gay christian yes but the whole thing about oh you know my life was upside down and and because i now i I can't be gay that was why i was going through everything was because i was gay and it's like eh, was it because you were gay or because you were making (laughs) bad choices you know so i don't know anyway the next article New Hampshire approves historic transgender anti-discrimination bill. Claps Come on, for that. clap form. So, House Bill thirteen nineteen updates the state's anti-discrimination laws regarding employment, housing, and public space. The bill includes protecting transgender individuals in the area. It now heads to Republican Governor Chris Sununu's desk. Ooh, not sure how to say that. <laughs> 
He is expected to sign the bill and make it law in the coming weeks. So New Hampshire is now the 19th state in the country to provide comprehensive LGBTQ protections. This is also the first statewide legislative win for LGBTQ rights since 2016. And on the flip side, because, you know, you really can't have good LGBT news without some shit. Recently, both Kansas and Oklahoma introduced and pushed forward bills, making it harder for LGBTQ people to adopt. Over the last couple of days, both states' legislative bodies passed the bills, and they now head for the respective governors. So, anti-discrimination in New England and in the Bible Belt, they don't want LGBT people to adopt children, even though the only ones that suffer in that, or the main ones, I should say, that suffer in that are the children that are not being adopted because straight people, heterosexual people, single heterosexual people, couples, whatever, it's just not enough of them willing to adopt that's going to help these I mean, children. They would, have, they would rather have kids out of wedlock. Hey. Well. Yeah. So, I just, you know, I always side eye that because I'm like, these these conservatives and whoever else fights against LGBT people being able to adopt children. I'm like, where is your concern for the child, for the children that are in that system that may never get adopted? In their head, they're doing the right thing because they think if they put it with a gay child, I mean, a gay parent with gay parents, then they think the child itself will be, you know, under, will come out gay or go through bullying because they have gay parents or either, you know, they see us as a bunch of pedophiles. Right. And that's the sad thing because it's like, first of all, y'all just way off kilter with that, with all of those those things. But second of all, again, like I said, no one has the thought that maybe being in the system, being in foster care and whatever else is just as or more detrimental than at least having some loving parents, even if they are influenced, their sexuality is influenced, which we know that it's not true. It's not the case. But just for the sake of argument it's just like i mean from what i understand foster care is no picnic and i'm sure those children would much rather have two dads or two moms or a transgender mom than be stuck there yeah so because most children i've seen or in and read that most children run away from the foster care after their third or fourth try yeah it's just not good. And then we don't even speak about instances where children get into these situations where they're in foster care or they're not because they're waiting to be adopted and they have foster parents that abuse them and all kinds of stuff. It's like it would be different if it was like we don't want LGBT people to adopt children and we're going to properly vet the couples that do adopt the heterosexual couples that do but they hardly do that like it's it's a battle so i just you know kansas oklahoma get your shit together i mean obviously you want but hopefully in the future when the hopefully the country moves in the right direction somebody will come back and be like let's get this shit out of here because this is trash 
Okay, and the Bible Belt. Bible Belt, get your shit together. I'm in the Bible Belt. And I can't tell you how many laws have come out within the past 10 years. of That's actually how long I've been paying attention to them. And it's just like, um, yeah, hey, some of this shit ain't right. Same. I mean, I live in Texas, so you can imagine. Oh. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Texas is not, I don't know. Texas be doing them. The thing about it is because the big places in Texas are liberal. Mm-hmm. But Texas is a humongous state, and so there's a whole lot of backwoods where they are, quote-unquote, conservative. And I almost feel like sometimes people, I don't know if they feel like Texas gets left out of the conversation or if they want Texas to be the leader and stuff, because they be trying to, they be doing the most. And I'm like, what? I just, why can't y'all just let people live? Anyway, anyway, we have one more article. And it's about Texas. So (laughs) it says Texas men get federal prison sentences for assaulting men using grinder. So this is some good news. Uh, And I want to say I talked about this about a year ago when it first happened, when they first got arrested. So there were four men and they were sentenced to either 10 or 15 year sentences. I'm not going to read their names because fuck them. But in early 2017, the four used grinder to pose as gay men. Once on the app, they arranged to meet men at their homes. There were four victims total in the cities of Plano, Frisco, and Aubrey, Texas. According to reports, they assaulted the men and tied them up, threatened them with guns. They called the victims faggots and robbed them, including stealing their cars. So all four men pled guilty to federal hate crimes. And admitted they targeted their victims because of their sexuality. So what did the victims get? Did they get their cars back? Did they get new cars? What did they get? I don't know. The article, (laughs) I didn't see anything about the actual victims. Because I was going to read their names, but they didn't have their names. Um, I couldn't find them when I went through it. But at least they will get some kind of justice that the men that did that to them. They did. And I as much as I love that, the fact that there was actually justice this time, I just think, like, when it comes to, like, them stealing stuff, it's just like, damn, you worked this hard to get all your stuff, and it's gone because people don't like who you sleep with. Yeah, I mean, if I remember correctly, I, I feel like the stealing the cars was the least of it because, or stealing their stuff, because they were like, threatening them with guns like they were pistol whipping the men and doing all kinds of stuff like they were beating them up and stuff so i feel like in that instance it was more like glad that they survived that they weren't targeting them to kill them because they easily could have um so they've pled guilty the hate crime charges stuck because you know a lot of times they it seems like the justice system, lawyers, whatever, they do everything in their power to not make something a hate crime, even when the people admit that they did it because they hate. <laughs> uh, so may they rot in hell. Yes. And hopefully the victims, you know, are they weren't too badly hurt and were able to recover and everything. And this is why I said on a show earlier that have to remind people over and over again that homophobia this is the result of homophobia like i know because you think gays are on tv and 
RuPaul's Drag Race. A lot of people like it, and there's sprinkles of LGBT um, representation in movies and whatnot. You think it's all good for us out here, and it's not. It's worse for trans women, but gay men, like, we're still in danger out here. Lesbian women, like, we're still in danger out here. To the point where it's so insidious that they'll use our own tools where we try to go to do our thing and live our lives. They use that against us and to target us. So I've seen straight women on Jack, and it, it just confuses me. Like, what are you doing? What's your purpose here? I don't know what that's about. And see, and then you got to be suspicious. You see straight people, you know, straight women or men that claim that they're straight or whatever the case may be. You always got to have you always got to be suspicious because stuff like this happens. Like we hear about, we heard about this story in Texas, but how many, how many instances of this have we not heard about because the people never got caught, or they never called it a hate crime? They left out the grinder or jacked part of it. Like you just never know. So that's that. Uh, two more things, and then we'll move on to the main topic. So um, Kanye West. Um. Like they said on the read, I don't know her anymore. I mean, I haven't seen it for Kanye for quite some time, so I really wasn't too, too bothered with all of the new shit that's coming out about him. And even with what he said about slavery, I was like, I mean, I don't subscribe to to Kanye anyway, so it's just like, this is just another... Another... Example of, of being himself, honestly. Yeah, another set of bullshit. However... What I did want to talk about is the importance of understanding the power of your platform. And I know that we feel like we should be able to say whatever we want to say. And a lot of y'all mistakenly start hollering about free speech because you don't know what free speech actually means. Um, Which, let me just say that real quick. Free speech is not saying that you can say whatever you want and there are no consequences free speech means that the government can't lock you up for what you say so if a company decides to sever ties with you if you get dragged on twitter if you lose your job because they call your they look on facebook and see where you work and they get you fired none of that is covered by free speech your free speech does not protect you from private consequences so but as I was saying, it's important to understand because people like Kanye, whether he understands it or not, whether there's something wrong with him mentally or not, all of that, notwithstanding this kind of stuff that he says, not only is it harmful, not only does it activate people within the community who, let's be honest, are just as lost. It's give it's cannon fodder for the other side. I, um, I was doing a Mother's Day shoot today with some, you know, with some people and we were on our way and we had just got to the venue and on the radio, this woman, this black woman got on the radio and said, I agree with Kanye. Why the hell did it take you 400 years to say no? You could have picked up a gun or a shovel. I'm like, sis, are you thinking this through? Yeah. And that's the thing. People people make a they're making a lot of assumptions without having read or having any facts and again that's what i'm saying that's what's dangerous about it like you're just spouting this out like that sounds like a choice to me but do you know what our ancestors actually went through okay they made the right choice the choice to stay alive because i'm sure you wouldn't make 
I'm sure no one under those circumstances would be like, huh, yeah, I'm this. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I got kids, but I'm going to die because this is wrong. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't, I don't want to get too deep into that. I just, it's, again, I just want to say it's very important to be mindful of your platform because when you get on there and you start spouting stuff like this with no facts or incorrect facts, alternate facts, whatever they fucking call it, this is the kind of stuff that happened. And white people are eating it up. They love it. They looking at the rest of us like, why can't y'all get in line? If y'all's boy Kanye gets it, why don't y'all get it? And so now it becomes a situation where we have to fight them and we have to fight some of our own. Because y'all are so ill-informed. So be be careful and be very conscious of what you do with your platform and the things that you say. And just and let me punctuate that by saying just because you have the backbone to stand up in what you say, that does not mean that you're correct. Because we know Kanye is not going to shrink. We know he's not going to back down. Even when that man at TMZ read him down to the ground eloquently, we know Kanye, he's not going to take it back. He said what he said. He's not ta- he's not going to take it back. He don't care whatever like i said the speculation about him and what's going on with him i'm really not concerned with any of that i'm just i want to highlight because it's not just kanye it's every celebrity every influencer that has the power to reach masses you have Mm -hmm. to be responsible with what you say and what you do i mean what you do and what you say because we shit we in a battle like this country is in turmoil right now And stuff like this activates white people. And this is why so many people feel like Trump is going to win again because of stuff like this. They can go. Look, here's a here's a black person that agrees. Here's you know what I mean? So just be very, very careful and conscientious with your choice of words when you have big platforms. I think we as a black community should make a list of all the black black people that are like Trump supporters and, you know. They subscribe to that whole thing and just be just put them somewhere else. Put them on a list so we can send them somewhere else. Because it right now, it's like you said, no one is no one is making it better than those two women that su- support Trump. Yeah, What's I that? know who you're talking about. Silk and them, whatever. Silk and, and Diamond, or as I like to call them, Tweedledum and Tweedledumber. They were just in court lying. Yeah. It's just, what are you doing? Is yeah. Trump that great? He lined your pockets and then you lied about it in court? I mean, lined their pockets is being generous because the amounts that I saw in that article, they didn't... It was like, what, $1,300? Yeah, like $1,100, $7,000. Like, they weren't pulling in... Hun- they're not pulling in hundreds of thousands of dollars from this stuff. So it's just like, why go to court? I, anyway, fuck them, you know, Kanye, whatever. I'm not, like I said, I don't, I'm not concerned at this point. And it may sound messed up for me to say this, but the concern for one man's mental health at this point with the things that we're dealing with, with these articles that we're reading about states and the federal government passing laws, taking rights away from marginalized people like us. I, I'm not concerned. I don't like that's not an excuse. And if Kanye is 
is mentally ill, oh well. Because what he's saying is harmful to a lot of people. I would say pray for him, but... I mean, do whatever you want to do. If you feel a way about Kanye and you think he needs prayer and you think he needs a mental health advocate, then by all means, feel that way. But like I said, he's he is supporting and helping people that want to do harm to people like me so i don't i don't have anything to give kanye that's gonna wrap up the come quick segment so let's get to the meat and potatoes oh that sounds so good the twig and berries in this instance i guess so i saw an article that said these are the 11 different kinds of men you'll meet on gay dating apps so we're gonna go through these and see what we think about them and then at the end we'll add on any that were maybe left off i know i have a little list of some that i'm like oops i was going through this list <laughs> they made, it was just like oh my god yeah I, yeah oh yeah. great yeah yeah so let's get into it so the first one is the discreet dude it says i understand when guys are discreet but when they expect me to meet up with them without a pic, they've lost me. Like, who do you think I'm going to show your pics to? Your employer? Your wife? Dude, I don't care. But what I do care about is whether I'm attracted to the face I'd be kissing. Um, was a much kissing was a bit much, but well, all right. I mean, you know, to each their. I mean, own. if you if you like to kiss, if you're out there, you like to kiss someone that you meet on the grinder, the jack, or the A for A, or the plenty of fish tender, that's fine. But yeah, it's going to take a minute for me to like want to kiss you and we just get there. Well, I mean, I think the focus of it is more so getting on the apps and expecting the world when you won't show what the fuck you look like. Like, yeah, there's a level of discreet that people can have and maybe you have concerns. I mean, I think a lot of that is bullshit. But again, I'm not here to police what people want to do with their lives but you're not going to get in there and expect you can see me and you're attracted to me and you want to meet up with me, but you won't let me see what you look like. And not only that, they'll ask for more pictures. Oh, absolutely. You Show got me more pictures. pictures up there and you want more. If you don't get the hell out of my face and you don't have any. So I agree with this one. This happens a lot on the apps. And anyone that's listening to my voice right now, I'm sure we all groaned when we heard this description because it's like, yep, it's always them. No picture ass niggas that are they being patient. They Oh man, you playing, sir. They expect you to drop everything and do what they want when they want it. And it's like, who are you? I don't like talking to ghosts. And then you don't want to send a picture. It's not that you don't have a picture up there, but when you ask for one, and we'll send an extra one, but then we ask you for one, oh, I'm DL, sir. Oh, I'm DL. Oh, I don't do pics. What the fuck are you here for? Oh, my favorite line is, you'll see what I look like when we meet. No, no, that's not how this works, beloved. That's not how this works. Because if if I'm going to take the uh, 30 to 45 minutes it, it takes to emote, that's my word for what we do when we have to do it. Hashtag a good rinse. Yeah. Amen, sis. Uh, but yeah, I'm not going to take the 35 to 45 minutes to emote and you talk about you're going to see when I get there. No. 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 
No. And I mean, not even getting into like the safety risks and everything that are involved in that. Yeah. But it's like, give me the opportunity to decide whether or not I'm attracted to you, just like you had that opportunity up front. And then you could be a party member. And I don't, party member, and I don't allow those within my residence. Yeah, you could be a party member or you could be a party member trying right. to get us the fuck out of here. So. Yep, that's definitely one I agree with. So the next one says, The Endless Chatterbox. He keeps talking and talking, but never seems to want to meet up. Or worse, he'll say hi and you respond. He won't respond to that message for a few days, only to say hi yet again. This keeps happening until you eventually block him out of frustration. So I feel like that second part is not really chatterbox. That's more so ill communication. But yeah, I mean, I can see it. I mean, I... I'm one of those kind of like a chatterbox just because I don't maybe I have to be in a mood to move quickly. And the exactly. older that I get, the less often that mood strikes me. And the older I get, the more concerned with safety I am. So I'm one of those that's like, no, we need to talk a little bit so I can feel comfortable and, and- and know and feel confident that who I'm talking to, who I think I'm talking to, is who I'm actually talking to. Because again, niggas lie, men lie, whatever you want to, whatever, however you want to phrasing you want to have, they lie. <laughs> you know, especially unnecessarily. It's like I I don't think there's anything wrong with a little communication, so everybody involved is comfortable. But you know, men are so damn impatient, especially gay men. Though the game mean you come across on these apps and it's like one message and, and dick should be in the mouth. And it's like, damn. I mean, sometimes it does go like that. But listeners, listen, do not underestimate the chatterboxes because if they don't chatter again with you, then mm, seven times out of ten, I was going to say nine times, but seven times out of ten, something's not right. And this is this is coming from experience. Yeah. Talk to them. Because if you don't, you could end up with somebody that's carrying a, a what what you call it is, a pocket knife in their jockstrap. Oh well, that oh, okay. Well, well, yeah. That wasn't right. where I was gonna go with that. I was gonna say people that skip the the quote unquote chatter. You miss the opportunities to know about their sexual health status and. Okay. You miss out on some very vital information. Exactly. Trying to get to... I mean, it's like, if y'all... If the hookup is imminent, it's going to happen regardless. At least be be confident in, again, who you're talking to and their status. What's going on with them? Oh, Just be a little patient. Like, dick and ass is not going anywhere. Dick, ass, and mouth is not going... It's not going anywhere. It's everywhere! It is available. You can take two to three minutes. You can take five minutes to be like... What's your name? What's your stats? What's your sign? What's if your you status? To, if uh, astrological stuff. Yeah, if you feel like astrological zodiac affects your sex, what's your sign? Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Don't let these raggedy men out here make you feel like everything needs to go from zero to one hundred and fifty-eight thousand. Unless you're on the page too. Unless that's your thing. If that's your thing, go for it. But. I'm saying don't let anyone shame you for wanting to have a little conversation with your meal. <laughs> uh, uh, the perfect quickie. I feel like this is up my speed, up my alley and stuff like that. Oh, okay. We all get horny. 
But even when I'm horny and the other guy is horny, something gets in the way of us meeting up. He lives too far. I am or at least should be working. Uh, But when it works out perfectly and within 20 minutes, he's over at your apartment with his pants around his ankle. And that's when you love being gay. Amen. Amen. I mean. But see, that goes back to what we were saying about, you know, when it's when you both on the same page. Yeah. Then that's that's when the chatter, you know, you could chatter after afterwards or, or not at all. I mean, yeah, you know, if when it's the perfect quickie and you're both on the same page of okay, this is what we're doing and that's it, then that's perfect. Yeah, that's that's, that's perfect. perfect. But even them being there within twenty minutes, like who knows? It could it I, it could take a minute to be like, hey, hey, DTF, yes, stats. You know, for you know, I don't have this or I have this. Okay, Brian cool. Is the perfect now where they uh, actually put your your status in the uh, in your profile. Yeah, yeah, it's mostly Jack that's like, but I mean, but not everyone fills it out all the way. So you again, you have to you know, for the sake of trying to move too fast and you miss that vital information, like you said before. So, yeah. but yeah, if you are fortunate enough to come across the quote unquote perfect quickie, more power to you. Be safe. Um and do your thing, and yes, get that dick or get that butt or, or get that mouth, yeah, mouth or, or get that hand, get them feet, whatever you into. Listen, people underestimate good mouth nowadays, and I'm I'm not sure as to why, but good mouth is hard to come by. Oh, because you know people. They be trying to suck the dick too quick, and then you end up with teeth marks, and marks? you eat ass, oh and God. you got hair. I don't mind the hair myself, but, you know, if you got a garden, trim it down just a bit. Not all the way, just trim it a little bit. I don't know how we got here. So, the next one says... The perfect quickie. I mean, that's, you know... Uh, I mean, if it's perfect, you wouldn't have to worry about any of that, would you? I guess. I don't know. It's true. I mean, I don't know. I don't have too much experience with the perfect quickies because niggas be on some other shit. I'm I'm so, I just, I don't know. The older I get, the less I trust. And I'm like, you really trying to hook up or you trying to rob me? I'm, I'm paranoid. Anyway, the next one says the quote unquote only friends liar. Friends are great. I love having friends and think I'd be pretty miserable if I didn't have any, obviously. But if you're looking to make friends, you shouldn't be requesting nudes because it shouldn't matter how big your friend's dick is. So maybe, just maybe, you're in fact not looking for friends or a gym buddy. Uh, that was a little bit of a read, and I agree. Yeah, I because agree. I think I've seen on Twitter too many times. What the fuck are you on friends looking for, Jack? What the fuck are you on, Jack, looking for friends for? Now, if you meet a person and y'all hook up and then become friends, great. That's wonderful. But I don't think Jack should be your your initial place to go to look for friends. So here's the thing about that. And I feel like I've said this before probably a long time on this show, but... You, it's really not up to the, everyone else to tell someone how to use the app. If you want to use Jack to make friends, have at it. Because maybe you live somewhere where you don't know where the gays congregate. You don't know where to go, or you 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 know a little bit socially inept. Like I can see it. However, 
the issue is saying you're looking for friends and then when you start conversing with someone that's like oh you're looking for friends cool i'm cool with that and then you're like so how big is your dick let me see your ass and you're like wait a minute friend (laughs) friend (laughs) that's not what we do you know you didn't say friend with benefit you said friend and then you know from what i understand the gym buddy thing is usually a front for i'm i'm trying to get some butt or from whatever right so yeah i mean a lot of times they because i've been that person where it's like i'm just looking for friends and it's like all i have are face pictures and i'm not i don't want to see your nudes i don't care about your last conquest I don't care that you don't have a gag reflex. I don't care about any of that. If I'm looking for friends, which I'm, I'm never really actively looking. I just put on there so that I don't have to deal with the whole bunch of, even though, even though you still get it. Like, what you mean? You just looking for friends. Like you ain't trying to get no dick. And it's like, why did you waste your time sending me this message when it's clear what I'm looking for (laughs) anyway? But yeah, I would say probably eight times out of 10, there's some lying going on when they say only friends. Especially if that's not what the profile is geared towards. Like, you beat you me to it. You, you, ooh, you took the words out of my mouth. Because I was going to say, oh, you're only looking for friends, but all you got posted are nudes. Like, mm, if are I you see, sure? If I could see your hoe before I see your face. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, are you? It's like, oh, so you're looking for friends for your whole, not for your whole being. Got it. Got it. The next one says the open relationship couple. Oof. Hi yo. <laughs> says they're in an open relationship and looking for someone new to play with. I for one love this. Oh, okay. Well, that's the person who wrote the article, not me personally. It's like a special two for one deal, but plenty of gay men hate it. They think it's quote unquote greedy or something. But to be honest, I've never understood why people get so mad when they find couples on dating profiles looking for a third. I am in support of this. Yeah, I mean, but see, I'm a strong proponent of do what the fuck you want to do and don't let anyone try to tell you what the app is for and what you should be doing. Like, if you're a couple and you're trying to get, you know, you want to make your buy a try, (laughs) then... Do what you do. Have at it. Because there's, mm-hmm. there's plenty of people out here that's going to be like, like this person, the one who wrote the article. He's like, oh, two for one? She. That's my kind of carrying on. Hello. So, although, I mean, so let's be honest about this. Mm-hmm. More often than not, you don't see the entire couple. You only see one of them. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they be lying about being in an open relationship. <laughs> so yeah, they just sometimes they be friends looking for a third, or sometimes they just be flat out cheating. Yeah. So you know you have to use use your discernment when you come across these people because I mean cause, and it's funny because they'll they'll have no problem being like yeah I'm in a relationship, but then you're looking at and it's like okay so where's the stuff about but we play separately or we play together. It's just like, I'm in a relationship, but if you're trying to meet me at this address and we can go to this park, and it's like, mm, wait a minute, uh, something... Uh, what's happening here? <laughs> yeah, so use your discernment when you come across either the whole couple or especially when you come across one half of the couple. 
I would say if it is just the one person run or yeah. just answer them, but yeah. you know, yeah, because it's like you don't, you know, again, discernment. Yeah, because then you don't want to get too involved in it. It's like, well, I need to talk to the other person. It's like, well, hey, now this is too much. Like, let me just move on to the next message or the next profile. Uh, you want to read the next one? I can. Uh, the daddy, or should I say zaddy? He's hairy in his 40s, 50s, or 60s. Oh, my. Now, on. <laughs> and has a beefy bod that you can't help but find yourself attracted to. As Demi Lovato says, lucky for you. I got all these daddy issues. That is a bop, by the way. Yes, that whole album is. Man, it flowed. She did that. She did that. And went unrecognized for it. I'm sorry, Poop. For the most part, yeah. But I love it. And I will stream it later on. Because I love it. It's I haven't listened to it in a while. Um, what's your thought I on like this? Daddies. I like the daddies. I find as I get older, because when I was younger, I kind of went for the younger people. But now as I get older, the daddy bodies, yeah, they do it for me. Dad bods. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess it just depends on what you are projecting on... <laughs> How yeah, many because the dad, daddies the dad, you come across. Yeah, because the daddy thing is more of a vibe than it necessarily is a look. Yeah, I was gonna say because the the beefy bod part, I was like, I mean, they don't necessarily have to be beefy bod to be a daddy. Yeah, no. I just based off a look. I mean, a vibe from them. That and I, I guess it depends on what you what you're into. Because I was like fifties and sixties. I was like, ooh. 60s. Yeah, no. Ooh. So I don't, young cat, sir. What is the issue? You want to be on the profile? You want to be on the podcast too? Hi, kitty. He, oh, he in here doing the most. He just bit my foot. So next up, the catfisher. Dun dun dun. <laughs> Segways, y'all. Get into it. He looks nothing like his photos. Maybe he wasn't using a profile pic of another person, though that can happen too. There's a whole show about it. Mm. But he was using pics from 10 years and 50 pounds ago. So I told a story on this show about this once where I went to meet a guy. Oh, I have a story. And he, he had given me stats from 50 pounds ago. And I just left. I just burned out. He was like, oh, that's fucked up. You just going to leave? And I didn't respond. But in my mind, I was thinking, man, that's fucked up. You just going to lie about your... I just, you know, and I've never understood that. Lying about your body type, lying about your weight, and wanting physical contact with someone. Because what do you think is going to happen when they see you and you're not what you claim to be? What do you think is going to happen? It's going to be like, well, I'm already here, so I might as well go through with it. No. And my thing with that is that, I mean, I'm not not saying that doesn't happen sometimes, but my thing with it is if you'll lie about how you look, you'll lie about anything. And I don't need that kind of negativity in my life. So what's your story? I'm curious. I want to hear this. uh, It's not necessarily my story. I just ended up in the story. 
here it is. So my best friend Kid, is, um, we do everything together. That is my bestie, and he had just came from the gym, and this guy hit him up on Jack, and the guy had used some pro some pics, and they were cute. They were real nice and sent him a dick pic and everything, which was nice as well. And he gets there when the guy opens the door, it's pitch black. You can't see in. All you see is the light coming from outside. And then the guy answered the door, but he was hiding behind the door. And my friend goes in and he says the guy rushes him. And so he feels the guy and he said the guy is like 120 pounds less than what he said he was. What? Exactly. Because the guy he said the picture of was beefy. Like he was muscular beef. He was a beefy muscle. Beefy muscle. (laughs) Beefy muscular. And um... So I had just happened to hit him up, you know, just call him because I knew he got off work. And he was like, bitch, call me. And I was like, oh, fuck, what didn't happen now? So I called. I said, hello. He said, what's wrong, man? I, like nothing. Sit up here watching the uh, Gossip Girls. He's like, you in the hospital? I was like, oh, shit, I know where this is going. And so he comes. He comes over. He was like, I'm on my way. He come over and tells me the whole story. It turns out the guy that catfished, catfished him is like, he weighs 110. Ooh. Right. And put on this profile, I think he said he weighed like one, I was off with the weight, 160, maybe 170. And um, he was like, it's your friend. I was like, my friend? And he was like, yeah, your friend catfished me. It was like, then he showed me a picture of the guy was, and I just hung my head in disbelief because the guy that catfished him didn't need to catfish him. He's not ugly. He's just small. I mean, was, I mean, some people don't really see it for smaller guys. I mean, I get that part, but I'm like, sir, you don't need to catfish. Yeah, but You're, there's I, someone that I, is shit. I mean, y'all are infinitely more preferred than a lot of other body types. But, yeah, I mean, so... Listen, and I'm I'm gonna say this, and we're gonna move on. <laughs> you know that shit is fucked up when you get not even catfish when you get dick fished with your own dick pic, and I'm gonna oh. leave it at that. Oh, no. So the next one, <laughs> oh, no. says the bye guy. He's bisexual and wants you to know he is. Yes, he does. That's how, that's why he says it in his profile. No, he's not going through a stage. Yes, he still wants to get plowed. That's not fair because they could be verse or whatever tops. Um, but yeah, the bisexual guys, they especially the black ones. Oh, God. And a lot of times they claim they only want to mess with other bisexual guys because they they're the ones that quote unquote get it. And it's like when you say get it, does that mean you just don't want to deal with someone asking you questions about why you cheating on your girlfriend or what? Because the equipment is going to be the same. The acts are going to be the same. So I have a story about this one, too. OK, let's hear it. Um, So I hooked up with a guy. I knew he was bi. Whippa. Um, and you know, he came over and he was on his profile. He said he just wants head. Fine with me because I'm very. Anyway, and he came over. You know, we did it. 
you know, I gave him some head, and I got hungry afterwards because sex makes you work up an appetite like no other man. <laughs> and so I went to Waffle House because there's one right across the street from me. This nigga is in Waffle House flirting with the waitress while I'm waiting for my food. She done burnt two of my waffles. Oh no, flirting man. with this. Listen, upset, and I'm trying not to go off on him. Because he's pretending that he doesn't know me. That's fine, by the way. That did not bother me at all. But the thing that bothered me most was, Nick, I mean, nigga, you in the way of me getting my food. You could talk to her after she passes me my food. I got four free waffles, though. I was going to say, that would have been my main concern was, can I get my food? I don't care what you, like, we, we're we done. Yeah, we're Can I we're, get my food? She just... In his face, smiling, catfish smiling, all that. I'm like, girl, look. Like, how you burning the motherfucking waffles? Focus on the food. Get the dick later. Right. Like, clearly he ain't going nowhere. It okay. It's not going to take that long. Come back. Yeah. He said he was coming back. Now, like, if you... <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. The bad guys, the bad guys, they. <sighs> They're so, I don't want to say they're confusing, but most times they can be because they'll send you through a fucking circle or a group of circles just to get to the one thing that y'all both want. And it's just like, I get it. You're bi. You don't want nobody to know that you're messing around with guys. And, even, and you know, sometimes they do have a girlfriend or fiance. Or wife. Or wife. Or a combination yeah. of the three. Yeah. Ooh. Have a girlfriend and a boyfriend and you still try to get with another nigga. Mm. They need a praying grandmother. I mean, a lot of them have them, and they just they do everything in their power to go against grandma's prayers. Um, but yeah, the bi guy, like I said, the main thing is they it's all over their profile. I'm bi, I'm bi, I'm bi. I like niggas that still fuck bitches. If you can't pull bitches, then we don't got nothing to talk about. It's like okay, this is excessive. You're bisexual. Move on. That's fine. The next sure. one, the relationship only guy. <clears throat> I'm, uh, I'm all for having a serious. I'm all for having a serious boyfriend. In fact, I go so far as saying it's my end goal, like many other guys on dating apps. Is but it? When, mm-hmm. is it? Is it really? Uh, but when you send me an unsolicited close-up picture of your hole before saying anything. To my to understand my skepticism, it's hard for me to believe you're actually only looking for a relationship. Yeah, I, um, I'm gonna go with this under your, you know, not to say what, who can use the uh, apps for what, but yeah, that whole oh I only want a relationship, but the, within the five minutes of us conversa- conversing, I see your dick. I see your conversation. Okay, that's why I wanted to go with that. Uh huh. But uh, you know, I don't need to see your dick, your whole, and your cheeks before you know that if you really want a relationship. So with that one, it's keep that same energy. If you are looking for a relationship, you're only looking for a relationship. Keep the appropriate energy because then you start sending news, and it's like okay. It's confusing, and I kind of get the mindset. You're like, oh, I need to reel them in, so let me send nudes. But that your nudes are not going to take you from single to a relationship in the course of a few messages. That's not how this works. At all. 
Um, and that's really it. I mean, I, there's not too, too many in my experience relationship only guys. Yeah, but I don't. I have come across them where it's like, oh, I'm only looking for a relationship. And here's my naked hole. And it's like, did not While ask for beautiful. this. While it's beautiful. Well, and very much appreciated. If you're lucky, it's beautiful. The next one says, the mask hole, and that's <laughs> M-A-S-C, racist body shamers. It says, no fats, no fems, no blacks, no Asians, no Arabs, and the list goes on. You can call your offensive and racist attitudes preferences, quote-unquote, but just know you're not fooling anyone, bro. And it's bro in italics, so he meant that, bro. Um, and I've talked about this before. Like I said, they have so many offensive terms. Uh, no rice, no spice, and it's just like, I saw that for the first time. It was like, what the fuck? I'm just you like, I'm like, it's one thing talking about your preferences, but why do you have to be disrespectful about it? Like, that's how we know y'all are racist. When you say stuff like that you can't even say it kindly you have to be disrespectful when you do it how you wait what's no rice uh asian and spice is latin yes <laughs> get go away from me with this well i, I think spice might could be like uh indian and you know like uh what's the area called um or, no they got arabs yeah, like they they singled out Arabs, but it could be that whole region. Like I'm yeah. thinking India, Iraq, Iran, that whole. I can't think of the. And you don't know what you're missing with those guys, honestly. The people that say that they don't know what they're missing with those. Well, I mean that's the thing about it. That's what I say they think it's a preference, but it's like you haven't. I mean you and that's. I mean you don't need to sample everything to know what you like, but you don't have to be a piece of shit just to say okay. what you like. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't be have a to, mask code. Yeah, you don't have to put everybody else down to say what you like and what you don't like. Because as I've said on previous episodes, I'm a firm believer and proponent that you cannot force sexual attraction. So if you, I just if you get a raging whatever you want to call it, if you're white and you get a raging for white men and not other races, okay. But you don't have to be a piece of shit about it. You know, if you don't like overweight men, you you again, you don't have to be a piece of shit about it. You can just say, this is what I prefer and leave it at that. You don't have to go into the whole, if you ain't never seen the inside of a gym, but you know Domino's number by heart, then you don't need to talk to me. It's like, you don't need to do all of that. You don't need to be an asshole about it. And that causes me to be an asshole, honestly, even if it's not, you know, geared towards me. Even if I don't fit the criteria, they even they, it makes me look at you like, yeah, no, I, absolutely. You're looking at that you like, be, gross. and you could be fine as fuck, and you could be li- you could be interested in me and have hit me up. But if I read that, it's gonna make me look at you and think, yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I don't even. I've gotten to the point where I'm like, I don't. I'm not entertaining this. Like, if I see that kind of there's a there's a couple of things where if I look at a profile and I see it, I'm like, I'm not. It doesn't matter how fine you are, because that's not what I want to be about. Um, So the last one says the one. Last but not least, you find the one that special someone. Maybe it started with a date or maybe it started with casual sex that later turned into something serious. 
plenty upon plenty of guys on dating apps have met their beloved hubby. Maybe it's your turn next. I think I'm actually at this recently, like now. Will work. Look at you. Yeah, since uh, I think about two weeks before Valentine's Day, actually. Look at you. Look at you. You know, the casual sex thing, of course. And um, ever since then, you know, he's been here. Listen, when casual sex turns into consistent sex, turns into something beautiful. Mm-hmm. He thought he thought yesterday was my birthday, so he sent me the happy birthday text and all that. And I'm like, aw, next weekend. But Whoops. thank you. It's the thought that counts. It was, and it really made me like smile a little bit because oh. he thought it was yesterday. So, yeah. you, so you know it's on his mind. That's nice. <laughs> that is nice. Um, yeah, I I don't know if I would have put this on a list of the kind of guys that you would come across on dating apps because this is kind of yeah that's kind of rare yeah that's, I, that's I, I, I would I would venture to say most people reading this article or listening to this episode or just in general having this conversation is not their reality whereas the rest of it is like we mostly everyone can say yeah I've come across this kind of guy yeah I've come across this kind of guy yeah I've come across this kind of guy and then you say the one, and it's like, eh. That's for when you, you know. I mean, yeah, yes and no, because you could come across someone that you may think is the one, and, you know, you put that time into it, but then they turn out not being the one. Well, but the thing about it is that's a specific thing to one person. That's yeah. not a general, broad description, where the rest of them were pretty broad. Like I say, every one of them we had a story or we we had commentary because we've come across all of these before whereas the one it's like that's very specific it's person specific so i don't i'm not saying that he couldn't have included it in the article i just probably wouldn't have put it in the list yeah okay yeah i get that so speaking of the list i read through this and i'm like "Mm, i feel like there's some things missing um could be petty could be my own personal experience but i'm gonna put them out there and see what people think and feel free to jump in with some of your own the first one that i feel like was left off of the list is the scammer <laughs> yes god i am tired of those do you own a bank account question yeah do you want to make some money they hit you up or the ones that hit you up and they want you to pay a bill after two to three messages. And it's usually they want you to pay their phone bill or their light bill or their cable bill. And it's like, I don't know you. We yeah. literally exchanged a, in total eight messages. What makes you think I'm about to pay a bill? Like, Ooh. Yeah. I had this one guy hit me up once a long time ago that wanted me to pay his tuition. And I was like, tuition? What? what and i was just i had to look at my, i had to take a screenshot of my profile and send it to a friend and it was like what is on my profile that says i'm out here paying tuition man okay. and getting and getting nothing in return at that i'm like i'm not old enough to be a sugar daddy because i was only like 26 at the time i'm like but this and i'm like but i was curious so i played along for a little while and i was like so what do i get in return he's like oh i can send you some pictures and some video and i'm like oh okay so 
you want me to pay thousands upon thousands of dollars for your tuition so you can send me pictures of your clavicle of someone's clavicle because it probably won't even be you i was like oh okay look at this scam walk uh this guy hit me up i think this was last year and he was like i'm in of a kind of in of a bind i'm staying at a hotel but they kicked me out my when he said that my first thing was like well why the hell did they kick you out what did you do to get kicked out of a motel <laughs> then he asked me could i give him 120 dollars so he could pay for the next two days i said so i'm the only person that she thought of he said i only hit people up that i thought would help me out aka you thought people that i thought i could take advantage of aka right. scam you thought of me you thought I was going to give you $120 of not knowing you for less than two days sir yeah no. that's very strange I mean you, you never know what people's situations are with their families and whatnot and friends but I always have to be like if I'm in a bind I'm not thinking about Jack or anything like that or maybe that's, that's just because that's the last place I would actually yeah yeah so I mean I don't know maybe there's people out there where if they something happens and that is their last resort but my niggy sense says that more than likely they scamming Whew. you know and they so ain't got these guys out here thinking that they can run a game listen think they smart too scamming small amounts except for that one with the tuition I was like sir bitch anyway the next one the Property Brothers, and this was actually submitted by a past guest named Darius Amore, and he described the Property Brothers as the ones that list off all the stuff that they have. They'd be like, I got my own car, I got my own house, I do this, I got this, I do this, and I got this, and it's like, but you still trash. So, what are we doing here? The biggest of trash. They're elite trash. Yeah, usually the ones that have to brag about all I have all you should to you. And it's like, so I don't like you bragging about having regular stuff. I'm confused. And what does this have to do with whether or not you're going to let me play your walls, play yeah. your place of peace? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just <laughs> other than I mean, the the. The the house thing could be a, a factor in that. Yeah, the house and car thing, you know that you know that matters because, but, uh, or the ones that go on and on and on about how educated they are, and it's just like because usually I'm not saying there's anything wrong with be you know be proud that you're educated that you graduated from college you have a master's a PhD whatever the case may be, but usually those are the ones that are so elitist and arrogant, and you're just like. I just don't get why you put that, like, of all things to put on the jacked A for A, grinder, tender, what have you profile, why you're educational? I mean, so so if it was like a relationship only type of guy, I could see it because you want, you want people to know about you, whatever. And again, I don't think there's anything wrong with being proud about it. But like I said before, keep that same energy because if you're on there trying to find some mouth, your education doesn't play a factor in that. Trust me, your education is the last thing I am concerned about at that point in time. If if that's what I'm going for at that moment, right? Unless you one of them that's like education, get it, hit, hit brain, and it's like okay. Oh yeah, right now, look, 
But you talking about actual credentials, education, transcripts, shit like that. It's like keep keep the appropriate energy. Now, intellectual people, intellectual men do turn me on because I love someone who can stimulate my mind as well as other things. But yeah, I mm-hmm. yeah, but we both know you don't have to be formally educated to be intellectual. Mm-hmm. And there's yeah. plenty of people that have degrees that are dumb as shit. I can see them on my timeline as we speak all the time. I'm just, I shit. I've seen people with with master's degrees using R instead of our or using them interchangeably and I'm like mm-hmm. ooh want versus want oh god they using W-O-N-T versus W-A-N-T and I'm just like hey I'm like but you went to Morehouse get your shit together right it's you know I mean no shade <laughs> but that shit happens it, uh, frequently and m- one more thing about that because I was thinking about it earlier because People be like, yeah, we don't need to be Nazi grammar, um, grammar Nazis and spelling and all of that. You know, oh. it's, it's the internet, blah, 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 blah. But my thought on that, and this is just me personally, the internet, which is forever, is where you want to go misspelling words and using ill grammar. Like if it's a short post or something on Twitter where you don't really need to do that, okay. But these long drawn out posts on Facebook and on Instagram where y'all or consistently where it's like I you say that but every and time then, you post you use the wrong version of there, there, and there. It's like no, you don't know what the right versions are. It doesn't and then have not only that, once they do that part, you know, they'll they'll get on Twitter they'll be like this. Oh, I graduate for so and so and so and so and I have a master's in so and so and so I can talk on this subject, but in that same thread, misspelling, grammar, no sentence structure. I'm just like, hey, so you didn't see this? Keep, I saw it. Keep and that I ain't same energy. Keep that same. That's all I'm saying. Keep the appropriate energy. If you're gonna, if you're gonna boast about your education, then don't don't be looking stupid misspelling words and using improper grammar not using punctuation and all i don't know it just it just makes it look funny anyway the next one i call the pusher and that's the ones that will usually sell you drugs and they'll probably also fuck you if you're attractive enough (laughs) jack has plenty of those yeah they do um the next one i call the hulk and that's the ones that are just angry as hell. They have nothing positive to say on their entire profiles. They use a whole profile with all caps, 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 caps to talk about how everybody ain't shit and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, this is the energy you decide to put out. Like, what are you, what are you expecting to, to attract with this? All of the anger. Like, your, your profile is your opportunity a lot of times to make a first impression and this is what you decide to do and the last one also uh from darius amore he calls them the mixed chicks and those are the ones that take every damn opportunity to tell you that they're mixed and it's usually on their profile more than once and he's just like i get it you're mixed are are we gonna mix genitals or not like you being mixed is, is has very little to do with anything. That's the only mix I'm thinking about. Right, right. There are more 
you know, some of them off the top of my head. But uh, if you have anything that you want to add to this conversation, if you have some types of men that you come across on day gating apps that we didn't talk about, the article didn't talk about, feel free to chime in. Use the hashtag GaySidePod, especially on Twitter. So we're going to move on to the last segment so we can get out of here. And that is the queer query. Question. So first question. Destination wedding, small intimate gathering, traditional church wedding or elope? What's your preference and why? Well, if I wanted to get married. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, if I wanted to get married, I would probably do a small gathering because uh, when I last had this discussion with my ex, we were saying we would do 50 people, you know, per us. Like, I would have 50 guests, he would have 50 Ooh, guests. Oh, shit, that's a lot of people. Is it really? Because I've known people to have over 200 guests. I mean, I, I mean, 100 people is still a lot of people. I've seen bigger hell. I think my cousin's wedding had like 350 people, but um, exactly. And I 100 thought 100 is still a lot. I mean, because I don't know, I'm thinking about you got to feed 100 people. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, well, that's sure. I might probably need to rethink that too. But yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, we would out, we said that we would do a small, intimate wedding and do a big uh reception for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that's the good way to go because again, too many people, and you have too many people, you have too many things that could go wrong, and too much money. It, I mean, it, if you, hey, if y'all out there and y'all want a big wedding and you want to pay for it, have at it. Personally, I would not want to go into debt or be scrounging trying to save up to have a huge wedding for uh, one day for a day and pictures it's just like i mean again if that's you have at it um personally again like you said because i didn't even think about that if i wanted to get married which i don't really see being in the cards for me but who knows you know maybe there's a rich man out there that doesn't mind having two separate homes for us hey and, and if you got a brother <laughs> i would have a small intimate party for a destination wedding uh, I'm and I want and I say small I mean like look you can bring like five to ten people and even ten is pushing it and I'm gonna bring like five to seven people okay and we're gonna go somewhere on a beach and in the villa we'll get married on the beach and then as soon as we exchange vows we go play in the water you know, we eat, we smoke, we do whatever we do, we have fun, and that would be that. And maybe, maybe I would entertain the idea of having a reception when we got back so everybody could come celebrate, but I don't know. Because a reception would still be... better, though, than my idea. A reception would still be infinitely cheaper than... Because even when my parents got married like they went to vegas and they eloped but then when they came home they had a reception so everybody could come and celebrate like so to me that's kind of like the standard like so when my cousin had a whole production church wedding with all those people i was like this is a lot Mm -mm. i mean i got i get it because you know just her situation with and with my aunt and everything it was a different situation but i was definitely overwhelmed like because 
planning a wedding is one thing is a huge thing but then you also i think a lot of people don't factor in the execution yeah so my mom helped plan the wedding and so she had me and my brother helping with the execution like showing people to their tables at the reception and i think i had to get on the mic and and introduce something that was going on with the wedding with the with the bridal party and the groomsmen like it's a lot that goes into it beyond just the planning that that actual day there's a lot going on so and it will stress you the hell it will stress you and everybody around you out and don't let them be a bridezilla that's a whole or groomzilla i guess that's a whole different can of worms but yeah i would definitely have a small and I think I talked about this on a past episode where it's like, you know, I prefer like a beach vacation or something with the people that are closest to me. So the next question, what's something that you collect? <laughs> um, and keep it, you know, actual collections. It, Don't be it, like, I collect these, I, I collect these daddies or nothing like that. Oh, no. Um, I actually collect Beyonce paraphernalia. Even if I don't go to the show, I always make sure I get something from like the merchandise on uh-huh. my on site. Okay. So I have, uh, I think it goes all the way back to probably the Mrs. Carter show. I have the tour book for that. I have two t-shirts from it. From Formation, I have two shirts from the time I went to Atlanta, the Atlanta show, and then from when I went to the New Orleans show. And then... I may have, yeah, I still have the uh, tour book from the I Am Sasha Fierce mm-hmm. tour. Okay. So I collect that, and then I think I got a hoodie coming from, yeah, I have a hoodie coming from the Bachella, uh concert. Oh, a hoodie. Woo-hoo. $115, $127, I think, whatever. A lot, but, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then she came out with them Letterman, them $450 Letterman jackets. And I was like, like, who the hell do you think? I was like, sweet sister. I love you to death, but no, girl. No. 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 You would definitely do better making your own. Making your own. And that's what I thought to do, but I was like. That's much. eh. (laughs) That's a bit much. (laughs) Um, I collect the Funko Pop bobbleheads. Um. You're like the third person that I actually know that does that. But I, in general, I only collect the black ones. So You're I have, that does that. <laughs> I have like, I have a Jimi Hendrix one. I have a Ruby Rod from the Fifth Element. I have Blade. I have almost all of the ones from Black Panther. I have like three or four Black Panther different yeah. ones. My, uh, I don't know if you know Keo. But uh, he he collects them, and he has like two Black Panther ones, and I think it's a different outfit for each one. Yeah, that's what I have. He has the Eric Killmonger. Yep, I have two of those. Has a Koye. Yeah, I have a Koye. I have a Nakia. Um, Mbaku, I think. No, and they didn't release the Mbaku one. It's not coming out until like fucking September or some shit. Let's see, and I was like, see y'all playing games. If I had somewhere to put them, I would get them, but... Yeah. Now, the the exceptions, because like I say, I generally only collect the black ones, but um, from Infinity War, I got Thor just because I was just like, I'm enamored with Thor from... And I I mean, I've liked Thor 
the characterization and the actor and everything that the way they did it. But something about Infinity War Thor, I was mm-hmm. like, I'm here for this. So I just got that in the mail. Um, I have a <laughs> yeah, he was everything. Um, I have a dancing baby Groot, and then I have teenage Groot that I just uh, got from Infinity War as well. Um, and then some offhand ones. I have Garnet from Steven Universe, uh, even though I consider her to be black, but still. Yes, of um, course. I have him from the Powerpuff Girls because iconic. Um, I have Kratos, God of War, but I consider him to be black too, but he's not actually black, so he's like a an exception to the rule but yeah i mean i have a lot i have two cyborgs i have luke cage i got falcon i got the black power ranger from the old school i have moana i got tiana i have a lot so yeah that's what i collect every time i see a black one even if i don't really know who they are i'm like give me give it to me because they black (sighs) yeah the groups are special like i had forgotten i even had the, the baby group but I like Groot and Thor. Hey, boo. Yes. Last question. What deep cut or cuts would you like to hear and see Beyonce perform live? Oh, uh, first, second nature from the Destiny Child album. I just want to hear how her voice has grown with that song because that song was beautiful. Yeah, because she sang the hell out of it even then. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Everyone wants to hear Start Over, but I do not know how Start Over would convey live. Because she gives me Start Over when she performs I Care, so I really don't need Start Over, to be honest. Um, I would like to see. Uh, it's so many Beyonce songs. I would love to see her perform Blue with just her and Blue on stage. That would build my heart to stone. Um. No, to pieces, whatever. Uh, I guess Blue and Second Nature. And, ooh, I would love to see Destiny's Child perform Love um, and uh, You Changed by Kelly Rowland. Mm, 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 mm. Um, so my probably number one deep cut that I would like to see her perform actually perform the song would be signs from dangerously in love yes and she and i remember there i forget which performance but she had all her dancers and they all had a different zodiac sign like on the back of the outfit oh that was uh made in america yeah we got excited like oh she gonna perform sign and then she did and i was like mm. so i want her like i want her to actually perform the whole song just because that would <laughs> That would make my heart sing along with her singing. And despite what you said, I would like to hear her perform Start Over. If only for the last, if only for that big note that she does in Climax. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially because even now, like her voice has grown since four. Four, it really has. So if, if she could perform it on, on the run, that would be lovely because it fits. It yeah, it actually does. So maybe I'll get lucky and she'll have added it and she'll sing the fuck out of it like she did resentment at the first on the run tour. Because whoo, I got my life. I was like, my god, and resentment live. Yeah, 
that's one of them songs where it's like I I was on YouTube looking at each different version. <laughs> Every city, I was like, I need to watch it. I do that with uh, One Plus One too, because that's one of my favorite songs to hear her sing live. Yes, and I don't give a fuck how anybody feel. One Plus One is my song. Man. Although at this point I can't really listen to the studio version because she just she does so much with the live version that I need the live version. Oh, can I plug myself right quick? Go ahead. Um, hey listeners, if you need the Beachella audio or video, I do have it still. Yes, you do. I, yes, doing I do. The, doing the Lord's work. I have it if you need it. Um, my Twitter is. Van Derek with the underscore at the end. That's V A N D E R E K underscore. And just ask me for the Coachella audio or video. I still have it and watch it almost every day and listen to it every day, actually. Mm-hmm. Listen, I was listening to it in my car and I was like, this anointing. Because really? it's a different experience hearing it because the audio is good enough where you can get the bass and just the 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 band and everything like it sounds so good in the car and that band goes off like uh uh, during uh getting to the money the getting to the money mix Mm. of deep that band showed their asses and then party came on yes they did so beachella was so amazing i can't wait for on the run I'm not seeing it until fucking September, so you know I'm sick. But whatever. I'm seeing the uh, the second Atlanta show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When is it? Uh, it's in August. Is it in August? Or could it be September? No, it's in August. This is next day after. I think it's August 27th. Yeah, okay. See, I don't think it's till. I don't think we see it till September 15th. When she comes home. And, you That's going to be a good show. Her Houston shows are always... Uh, so- I mean, she did change clothes for y'all for on the run. <laughs> I y'all know I stand for Beyonce, but I've said this before, and it is true. A lot of people have this misconception that she goes above and beyond when she comes to Houston, and she doesn't. She gives a standard show. Maybe if we're lucky, she might bring out like one of the local artists that we like or that we're familiar with, but. She don't dance extra hard. She don't sing extra hard. It's a it's a standard show. Um, I'm glad I know that, so I'm not thinking I'd be missing out yeah. too much. Because imagine how upset we were when she did all of that extra shit for Formation in New York. In New York. Well, I was I was hot as fish grease because I saw Formation three times, and then she did all. I, ooh, I was hot. Anyway, anyway, we are way off topic. This is I should have known. Putting the Beyonce question in here with you would lead us here. But anyway, that's going to wrap up the show. Yeah. Uh, Van Derek, you already plugged your Twitter. Um, and your Twitter and Instagram handles will be in the show notes. So I want to thank you so, so much for taking some time to come and chop it up with me on this show and talk shit no. about gays on these dating, dating apps. I've been looking forward to this. For a very, very, very long time. It was a long time coming. Yes. I'm so glad you had me. And this was a topic that I could relate to. That's, I figured. That's why I was like, when I saw that article, I was like, who do I want for this? Let me ask Van Derek because I feel like this will be right up his alley. And I was right. I was right. Mm-hmm. 
So remember, guys, go to GaySideStories.com. That is the hub for information about the show. If you want to get in touch with me, you can email at GaySideStories at gmail.com. You can follow on social media, on Twitter, on Instagram. It's at GaySideStories altogether. Facebook.com slash GaySideStories. Make sure you are subscribed uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe. Leave a rating and a review if you have time. That would be so awesome and i would be so appreciative please you know five four or five stars you know no one star woes um make sure you're sharing the show with us listen because it's real out here make sure you're sharing the show with others word of mouth is still one of the most important and biggest ways to get stuff out there whether it's a podcast art whatever the case may be uh, check out the latest gay side short story called Swordplay. It is not safe for work, so take that in mind. Um, take a little bit of time to do that survey. It's bit.ly slash gay side survey. And if you want to get in on the gay side culture, um, let me know. You know, like I said, it's just something very short. I prefer two to three minutes where you just say what you feel gay culture is and what it means to you so if you're interested in contributing let me know and i think that is it drink responsibly guys drink responsibly um live responsibly fuck responsibly and as always make sure that you protect your walls or you may fuck around and come across a catfish protect your heart protect your heart protect your walls protect your pockets Ooh, that there Protect everything, you know. Just protect, protect yourself. Yeah. Put the armor of whatever deity you pray to on and get out here and live life. All right. We're out of here, guys. Bye. Bye.